KOMP Las Vegas and KOMP HD Las Vegas from the Finley Chevrolet on Rainbow and 215 Studio. A sunny, cozy place, all of our own. Comp 92.3, The Rock Station. Greg Salerno. What are you looking at, butthead? Dennis Huff. You ever been in a cockpit before? BS in the morning. That's right. $200 and you boys drank $300 worth of beer. Strap the f*** in. Oh, I like that one, man. Write that down. Hey, that was pretty loud. <laughs> oh, man, it's what, Tuesday? We're back. Yeah. Hope you had a great Labor Day. Hope you celebrated by uh, not working. Yeah. If you did have to work, I apologize. Hope you got double time. Or Hope something. you got double time. Yeah. My kids worked. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, they were like, I'm going to try to get as many yards as I can. Yeah, well, they work retail, right? Right. Yeah. The retail, but you got to like, work any time. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Listen, if I got paid hourly, I'd never leave. Me neither. But, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't get paid hourly, so... Yeah. I only work the hours that I'm required. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> we don't work. <laughs> I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it labor. There's, yeah, there's people out there with real jobs. I spend four hours a day employed. Yeah, I'm the luckiest person on earth. I feel lucky every day I wake up, except for this morning. Totally. I got to tell you a story. So oh, yeah? this morning I woke up. Uh, I usually don't wake up till about 4.30, 4, you know. This morning I woke up about 3. Yeah. And I had a horrible, horrible migraine. I mean, horrible, right? Mm. So I was like, oh, my God. And I had to pee really bad. So I was like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm a horrible headache. I got to pee. So I got out there, I had a bad to go pee. Reached down to feel my boxers. Soaking wet. Nice. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So I reached down the front or whatever. Dude, I peed myself when I was sleeping. <laughs> right? <laughs> so on top of that... Uh-huh. My oh, head, no. I had a migraine. Remember when I had that stroke thing and I woke up with a horrible migraine uh. after I passed out? Well, I had the same thing again, and behind my, it's still swollen. Behind my neck over here, behind my ear, yeah, like the lymph nodes and stuff are swollen behind my ear. You know uh. what I mean? So I'm sitting there like with this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, what could have made me pee? I'm thinking I had another one of those strokes while I was sleeping. Maybe. You know? Because I woke up with the same after effects. And then this time I peed uh, myself, but I was sleeping. Yeah. Last time if I was sleeping, I might have peed myself. You never know. Would you change any of your, your habits after you had the other stroke? Mm-hmm. I mean, like what? Like anything about your life? No. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go, man. <laughs> Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> well, I don't do a lot of, I mean, it's not like, food is really the only thing I need to change. Yeah. I don't drink. I know it seems like I drink a lot because I post it all the time, but I don't drink very often. I yeah. mean, I haven't drank since the last last time I drank was a menu. Went to the colonoscopy uh, preparation day. Oh, yeah. The, the, the. <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. Can I get a mug of prep? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I think I had another one of those oh, things. Maybe. I don't know. One way or the other, I peed my bed last night. <laughs> so now all my stuff's in the wash and I have to go back. I have to go back in there and put it in the dryer so it doesn't get moldy. Oh, no. You know? You got a protective sheet thing underneath. I do. The I have one of those ones where like they test it out and pour Gatorade on it in front yeah. of you, so they can tell you it doesn't go through. Yeah, I got one of those because I sweat a lot. Yeah, well, that so, too. Yeah. Even if you don't sweat a lot, which everybody does, there's also skin flakes. Well, there's that too. Yeah. They said there's like oh, I don't even want to tell you that after five years of a mattress, huh? there's about two pounds of skin on that bed. They said I've read studies where some of them five to eight years, your mattress can double. And wait, <laughs> just, yeah, just from dead hu- skin. human funk, dead skin yeah. and, and mites Old and all farts. kinds of gross yeah. things. Ugh. Yeah. 
So, anyways, uh, my stroke's over, though. I feel okay right now. Femtrail. I, I was going to tell you to feel behind my neck, but you hate touching people. So. Yeah, I do. You feel it, though? No, This I don't, is for I don't medical wanna... use. It's no, not for I'm sexual. Not a, I'm not a doctor. I want you to feel the lump behind my ear. If you die, I could get sued. No, you can't. Yeah, I could. By who? By the Doctors I have Association of America. <laughs> Dude, I have no loved ones, <laughs> no family, no nothing. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, let's keep it. <laughs> BS in the morning. BS in the morning. It's a hell spot mixture of the bones of fornicators and the sinew of thieves and gluttons. <laughs> Comp 92.3, the rock station. It's the Salernos. Dude, can't believe it. I can already feel it in my bones. I mean, the ones that still work. Football starts oh, this weekend, man. Well, that too, and my yeah, stroke, it does. stroke, and I peed myself this morning. But football starts this Hell week, yeah! And I am so excited. I can't even tell you how excited I am. Gooch and I were talking yesterday, like texting. We don't talk, but texting yeah. about how excited we were about it. And I just cannot. I can feel it coming. Like mm. you know, it's just like oh, it's building up. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be like Christmas this weekend when uh, it all starts. But we're gonna try to have. Uh, some Raiders people on this week to talk about it. We got the Raiders coming up this weekend. Obviously, the game, you can always catch it here on Cont 9 2.3. Mm-hmm. Live uh, cover starts an hour before the game with JT and the boys. So that'll be fun. But, man, also this week, uh, this Friday, I should bring up, mm-hmm. since it's a short week, Jay Cornergate from the Westgate will be on. Oh, that's right. And you'll have a chance to win uh, 100 bucks courtesy of Dollar Loan Center if you get your picks right now. If you don't get your picks right, or if nobody does, it accumulates every week. Yeah, and like Dennis said last week, we've had people win like eight, nine hundred bucks. Right. So, and didn't they add a week? Didn't they add a week to yes. the season? So yes, it's they like did. Eighteen weeks. I now? think it's. You have the opportunity now. Let's say nobody won. You have an opportunity to win two grand, I believe, altogether. Okay. So, like, if nobody wins the entire time and you win the Super Bowl, yeah, then you get you know. So that's we've got we got twenty weeks of money. Yeah. So, lots to go. Dang. I know. It's going to be fun. Dude, totally cool. So, thanks to Dollar Loan Center. And uh, Jay is always fun from the Westgate. We'll have him on Friday. A federal court in uh, California has dismissed, dismissed the lawsuit. Now, we talked about this for a while. And I know. I think we debated it shortly, thinking this guy had no case. Um, but they threw out the, the – you remember the, the Nirvana album cover? Yeah. <laughs> the guy, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. said he was going to sue for child porn. Yeah. <laughs> Even though his yeah. parents said it was okay. Even and, though he's 35. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, nobody wants to see you. So, uh, yeah, that was in 1991. Man, I feel old. Yeah. God, how long ago was that? Let's see. It was One, 90, yeah. two, almost 30 years yeah. ago. 31 years ago. That's crazy. His name was Spencer Eldon, yeah. who appeared naked on the album cover as a baby. Oh, it says 31 right here. What a moron. I'm stupid. Your so, parents sold you out, bro. Yeah, he sued the man over the alleged commercial. Uh, he said child sexual <laughs> exploitation. Right. However, his lawsuit was dismissed on Friday when a judge ruled that Eldon had filed his complaint after the 10-year statute of limitations. So if it was within 10 years, he might have had a case. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I think the case would have been against his, his parents, right? They're the ones that sold the yeah, image. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand that. They sold the image Aren't to the they record re- label. They're responsible for it. Yeah. So why is that here? their problem? Yeah, I don't understand that at all, but... Uh, 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 uh pfft, geez, can't talk. Sorry, stroke, stroke this morning. Peed myself. So, a guy. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't heard about this man, this is actually a lot of people. I know a lot of people in the media know that knew him. I did not. I've never met Jeff German, but uh, it's a big story. It's actually gone national. I've seen it. Sixty nine years old was dead. Uh, died from stab wounds. Uh, over the weekend at about ten thirty a.m. during an altercation. Yeah. Um. 
multiple sharp force injuries, which sounds terrible, and they don't know. They think it was a one-off thing. Now, people are online saying he was working on certain cases, and there's always conspiracies and things like that about you know right. who, who, who he might have sure. made angry here and there. But uh, from all accounts, he was a good dude, and a lot of people knew him, and it's a, it's a very sad story. Um, altercation, they believe, was a one-off. So, like, it wasn't... Yeah, you know, a premeditated. Well, you like to get up in there and like expose like corruption and stuff. That's exactly it. That's why people were saying that he, you know, he was working on a case, I guess, about some gang, you know, um, one of those like white supremacy gangs or something. And he was also working on some other cases with some bad dudes. So, yeah. you know, people were speculating. Who knows? But the police do believe it was a one-off thing. He, he was involved in an altercation, and then uh, mm. got stabbed. Really sad, man. I mean, right, right in Las Vegas, like you don't. I know, like it's not the safest city in the world, but you don't think about somebody's getting an argument in front of their house getting stabbed. Right, man. it's just kind of, kind of crazy. So yeah, no, not cool, man. Yeah, uh, so That's rest, terrible. Rest in peace, Jeff German, sixty-nine years old. Yeah. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. <laughs> David, is it that bad? Yes. BS in the morning. Sometimes I voice these while I'm pooping. Programming note. TMZ's Harvey Levin will be joining us in about an hour live on the show. All right. So we'll get to ask him some questions. He's promoting a, uh, I guess he's got a, a thing about who killed Michael Jackson coming out tonight on Fox. Sounds about 8, right. 8 p.m. <laughs> Pacific time. But obviously we'll ask him about some other stuff too. So. They've been dead for like 12, 13 it's years. It's been a long time. I don't even know. I think it's a kind of a trick title. Like, I don't think he's really looking for a killer. I think it's more of like, again, I'm just making this up. We'll ask him when he's on. But yeah. I would guess it's more of like a how did it come to this type of show yeah. more than it is like who actually killed him because we know. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. You know, like why did this happen type yeah. of thing. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. But I want to ask him some other stuff too. Well, his doctor did what he was paid to do. So Yeah. And I was actually, uh, I did some of this paparazzi stuff for a little bit, like very short period of time. Really? So I want to ask him something about, you know, some of the stuff that I saw when I was when I was hanging out with the paparazzi people, because it's a very interesting group. Let's just yeah. say that. Sure. Yeah. Also, stuff to give away still. Uh, oh, Molly right. Crew tickets. Yeah, that's what Friday the ninth. Yep. This week you can go yeah. to that. So we'll have that later in the show. Also, uh, Stain. You can bang your head to that, and you can go to see some Stain. Too, yeah, we play in the Virgin Hotel September 18th, man. Hey, I played the Virgin Hotel. So you they, did. They must be good. Yeah, I would think so. So there you go. Did you do anything exciting this weekend, Dennis? You never do anything. Dude, here's the thing. I had one of the most lazy weekends I've ever had. That sounds like my every weekend. In my life. Really? I didn't do anything. Were your family gone again? No. Oh, they didn't make no, you do like, anything? Well, the kids worked. Which oh, was, but uh, we just sat around and really like did nothing. I did like a tiny bit of yard work. I trimmed one tree, you know. No pork shoulder. No man. Oh, wow. Um, I did buy some bar stools. Did you? Yeah, Where we, we did a, off online. But oh. where'd you put them outside? Well, no, yeah, I'm gonna. They're outdoor ones. Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. No, we went looking around. I went to one of these stores. We went like. Almost six hundred dollars per stool. Now are they wrought iron or whatever they call that. There's wood. Okay. Yeah. Those iron ones are not comfortable. Not really. At all. Yeah. Because you put your arm on them. Like I know they have pads to put on them, but still. Yeah. Not good. So I I know somewhere online she found there was a set of four of them that were pretty nice for six hundred bucks for all four of them. Huh. I'm like, wow. Would have cost me that for each one at the other place. Yeah. Not too bad. So yeah, that's cool. Other than that, uh, just you know, trying to get that geared up and ready to go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what time is it right now. All right, about seven oh five. I'll tell you about my weekend. I went out and did some stuff yeah. too. So you're more active than me. Well, I mean, I took I tried out a new lens, and hmm. it took me somewhere I didn't think I was going to be. So we'll talk about that in about ten minutes. Sweet. 
BS in the morning. BS in the morning. By the time you die from a potato enema, it's going to be French fries. <laughs> Comp 92.3, the rock station. Like the radio took a shit in your cereal bowl. It's BS in the morning. Dennis said he had a lazy weekend. I had uh, oh, yeah. a lot of plans for me this weekend. Yeah. So Friday comes, and uh, I'm supposed to have a gig, Riage. Going to go down the Fremont Street and make some extra money. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All about a couple hours before that, got a cancellation. Oh. So spent most of the night playing a samurai game on PS5 instead, <laughs> making no money. So then the next day, uh, Saturday, we're going to go to Zion at a cabin. Everything all ready to go. Yeah. Ordered a new lens that I couldn't afford off Amazon. Pretty cool. It came. I was all ready. And uh, she got sick, so we couldn't Aww, go. Oh, man. Yeah. Never even, I didn't want to get in contact with her just in case, because last time I missed a million days of work and everything. So Yeah. Couldn't go to that either. So I was like, you know what, dude? I'm going to take my lens, take my happy ass up to Mount Charleston by myself, since it's close. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Griage was looking. You got to look at things when you're doing sky photos. One of the things you got to look at is the quality of air. Mm-hmm. Quality of air was very poor in Las Vegas over the weekend, like very poor because of a fire. I didn't notice. So the index is normally around 30 or 40. The air index was like 100. Yeah, you could like barely see the strip. That is weird because I was a little sniffly the other night. Yeah, it'll give you like itchy ears and nose. Yeah, all that stuff. So I got a little bit of hay fever from it, you know, like like I could feel it. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, though, being a smart man as I am, if you go higher up in the air, there'll be less, you know, the air will be clearer. Yeah. So sure enough, I go up to Mount Charleston, and it was. It was very crisp, nice, clear air. It's beautiful outside. Problem was, the moon was out, so it was right in front of the Milky Way, so I couldn't get a lot of those photos. Yeah, that thing could put off a lot of light. It really did. But anyways, I got some other cool ones. So anyways, I'm sitting out there in the middle of Mount Charleston now, and if you don't know, there's a road that goes from, like, Kyle Canyon to Lee Canyon in between, Mm -hmm. and it's really cool. It's windy. You get some good photos. All right. Uh, there's some good overlooks you could stop at and look over the side, you know, that kind of stuff. So I park in this one little area over there, and I'm sitting there, and I hear, like, ooh, 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 like all these noises and everything. It's like pitch black. Oh. You know, middle <laughs> of the night, and I hear rufflings around in the bushes and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, dude, I hear, like, a whole bunch of people, like a whole bunch of people, yeah. like, yelling at one time out in the middle of – I'm talking, dude – there was nobody, for, like, there's nowhere for anyone to be. I don't know where the hell they were. I mean, they're out in the middle of the trees somewhere. Yeah. And it sounded like a cult of people. But they were all, like, singing, like, you know, ba, 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 da, F-Town, blah, 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 whatever that song is or whatever, like, over shrooming. over and over again. I don't know, man. It was almost like where people go somewhere and, like, drink a bunch of Kool-Aid and die together out in the forest. Oh, yeah. Because that's all I could hear. And there was somebody on a megaphone. <laughs> so, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to, like, you know, get pictures, just chill. Yeah. It's pitch dark. You hear crickets. The faint little like woo woo, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's nice. And the air smells good and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, here like, come on, come on, come on, come on, It was like all these cheering and like clapping and yelling and <sighs> dancing. I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? It's like the hills have eyes or something. Or I found like a, <laughs> a pagan ritual. I don't know what the hell was going on, dude. It was so crazy. Yeah, and they were all together like chanting together, like they knew what they were gonna say. Like they all programmed it, man. It was like yeah. you know, what is that song? It's like. uh uh, let's get retarded in here, and they change it to like let's party or something. Uh, you know no, what I'm talking about? No idea. Well, they were singing that too, but like it was all muffled. And you hear somebody on the megaphone. And it was like, 
Oh. Like over and over. And That's like, nice to have while you're out there in the wilderness. Yeah, it was so weird. Trying to be quiet. It was so loud. Like, I mean, there must have been 100 people out there. Yeah. And I stood, I, I tried driving around to find where they were. They must have been on a trail. What were you going to do? Throw rocks at Nah, them? I just was curious what it was. <laughs> like, what the hell's happening yeah. here? Am I witnessing something, you know? Mm. And uh, I did notice there was like a car show type people. You know, like the, 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 the car clubs. Yeah. There was a spot up there where they were all parked, but it was nowhere near where the sound was coming from. You know what I mean? It was like a mile away from where the sound was and stuff. So I don't know what was going on, but it was pretty crazy. So anyways, I sat there for a while. I took some pictures and then I uh, got out of there before I got, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, what do they call that? Sacrificed. Oh, yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe they might have treated me like C-3PO, the Ewoks, you Possible, know? Possible, yeah. Dance circles around you Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. You never know, dude. Goat skin pants. Yeah. Kill the fat man. Kill the fat man. Check him for weed. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) I would have (laughs) hid. Get your daily feel of BS in the morning. Hilarious, man. They crack me up all the time. On Comp 92.3, the rock station. If it's music news you want, Dennis is our savant. It's Stuff with Huff. Dude, I got to tell you, so uh, one of two Taylor Hawkins tributes happened over the weekend. We were talking about this last week. Yeah. Uh, they're having the one. Uh, they had the one in in England, and they're having another one uh, later this month, I think, in uh, L.A. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And uh, dude, I don't know if I have ever been more proud of the rock and roll and heavy metal community than I was when I saw parts of this show, dude. Why? Like so many like big heavy names showed up, probably free of charge, probably paid their own plane ticket. You know sure. what I mean? To tribute their friend. And I mean, members of Metallica, Queen, and it just the list goes on and on, dude. But one, a couple of the spotlights, one of which was uh, Sean Taylor, Taylor, uh, Taylor Hawkins' son. Nice. He played drums for uh, My Hero with uh, the Foo Fighters. Right. For his dad, sat in. It was kind of a cool thing. It I could, is cool. His face was all kind of serious, like he was trying to hold it all in. Right. And he was like being the big hero and like, uh, you know, saying thanks, Dad, and that kind of thing. It really stood out. It was very touching. Very rock and roll, man. And uh, another one that stood out. So, so the, the Foo Fighters were like all over the place, and there's all these different musicians. Uh, uh, what, what's his name? Noel Gallagher mm-hmm. from Oasis showed up, did a bunch of stuff. And uh, so, so at, at some point, you have Dave Grohl on bass. You have Josh Fries from every other band in the world on drums. Um, you've got Justin Hawkins, no relation, uh, from The Darkness singing, and then out comes Wolfgang Van Halen. <laughs> And I'm like, he's holding, like, Eddie's guitar. Like, he's probably brought some of Eddie's rig. Right. Because he sounded like Eddie. Nice. It was, But, dude, he, so he played On Fire, which is probably my favorite Van Halen song ever, and, uh, and uh, Hot for Teacher. Dude killed. I, I have a newfound respect for Wolfgang Van Halen. Nice, man. Like, he plays, like, these songs that we play on the radio, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Cool. Right. Whatever. I understand why people. Dude shredded. Dude was shredding. Do you think it's possible he's better than his dad? No way. Because Nobody's remember how Ken him. Griffey was a good player, and then Ken Griffey Jr. came, and he was like even way better. No, no, nothing like that, huh? No, I d- dude, you can't touch Eddie. But he was—I mean, he was like—he's like clearly practiced and studied his dad, sure. and I'm sure he's born with a little something that I don't have. Oh yeah, you know metabolism. Mental, mentally, <laughs> hey, you know, I was going to ask you this: Do you think that? Uh, do you think that? Uh, anyway, there's any other musician they would do this? For? Like, let's say Lars passed uh, away. 
Do you think there'd be 700 tributes? I and think like there would the- be plenty of them, but I don't think there would any be anything like this. Taylor Hawkins was a different kind of guy, though, in my opinion. Like outwardly nice. Like super outward, super... He was, like I said before, he was a fan first. Sure. He just happened to be in the Foo Fighters also. But, I mean, way before that, he used to play drums for Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy when you told me that. that kind yeah. of thing. Um, but he's just um, a very, very likable guy. He went out of his way... To say hi, you know, you told the guys from Rush, dude, I'm the, probably the biggest fan in the world of yours, and then they right. all became friends. It's just like he just loved to be a part of that, and he loved to watch it. Uh, he had a cover band when when Foo Fighters were taking a break. He's like, oh, I'm taking a break. Yeah, he had a cover band called Chevy Metal, <laughs> which was rad. I saw him play at Vamped. That's nice. It was so cool, dude. He just plays Van Halen tunes and all kinds of stuff. I think it does make a huge difference if you're liked, because for instance, in baseball. Uh, Big Poppy, the guy from the Red Sox, just got into the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Clearly, at least there was a rumor he tested positive for steroids, and he was clearly did something. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, all these guys, they hate the media, and the media hates them, so mm-hmm. none of them are in the Hall of Fame. Right, yeah. But this guy's in, and they're way better. Like, Barry Bonds, don't get me wrong, Big Poppy was good. Barry Bonds is 10 times the player that yeah. Big Poppy was, and he's not in because nobody liked him. Right. You know? So I wonder if there's, like, certain bands where people well, just has got a lot like, to do with it. Yeah, it has yeah. to, right? Like, if one of us died, my funeral would be crickets. Yeah. Yeah. But if somebody else, like Gooch, be the, uh, there'd be people there. It'd be the Salerno and Gooch show tomorrow if I die. <laughs> I doubt it. So, uh, it'd be Salerno in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, it's just he was well-liked by his fans and his peers and the media, and it was reciprocal and yeah. all over the world. Yeah, obviously, just, he made an impact, dude. I mean, that's huge. I, I, it sucks that you're not around to see it, I guess. But, yeah, you know. well, that's that's the thing about you know funerals and tributes yeah. and stuff like that. You're not it's there like, to do it now. Do it when they're alive. Like, could you eulogize me today before 10, Greg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just one dude I know. Anyway, it, it here's was, Dorothy. Yes, he had no hair. <laughs> Don't bang your head too hard. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. Hey, y'all, I'm in your call list. <laughs> $2,000, I'll come out. Comp 92.3, The Rock Station. The number one show among active sex workers. It's BS in the morning. Very excited today. We like to try to keep uh, you know in tune with what's going on in the world. Sure, man. We're hip young cats. We are hip young cats. That's and who, not true who, at all. Who, who better to go to for information <laughs> Then TMZ these days, we have the creator here, former lawyer, Harvey Levin. How are you, sir? Well, first of all, I'm still a lawyer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you still claimed it or not. <laughs> I like at the end of the show, because it's always on at my house in the afternoon. My wife watches it, and I hear you at the end. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> all right, Harvey, we're going to get to your special. you got a special tonight coming out, Who Killed Michael Jackson, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Yeah. Which, if you're listening in Vegas and you're dumb, that's our time. <laughs> so uh, that's going to come out tonight. But first, I wanted to ask you, because... First of all, I did a little bit of paparazzi for a minute, like for like a week. I had a buddy that was into it, you know, and I remember hanging out in this like gaggle of reporters and looking around and it seemed like either everybody there knew how to get rid of a body or had smoked (laughs) meth out of a cutlass antenna. And you don't seem like that kind of person at all. So I was just curious, like, how did you get into this in the first place? Well, I mean, it's, we're not paparazzi-based. I mean, right. there are agencies that do that. That's not what we do. I mean, look, I mean, we're we're news operation. 
Okay. And, you know, we cover pop culture. And some of that involves, you know, celebrities in Hollywood and some involves politics. But, you know, we're, you know, one of the elements of what we do is, you know, going out and videotaping. But a lot of that is, do- is done by, you know, the various agencies. There are agencies that actually specialize in that. So there's like third parties that give you the stuff. Some of it, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, we have we have some camera people out, but it's kind of a combination. Gotcha. Now, how does it feel? Because I remember back in the first of the days where it was like you know, oh, TMZ journalism was kind of like a, a, I don't know, a thing people would use as, a, as an insult. But now it's like every single story is like TMZ reports. You know, at the very beginning of it, how does yeah. it feel like now to have there's like a redemption feeling? Like, yeah, dude, we got the real stories. No, I mean, look, we we weren't around until we started, and right. you got to build. You know, you got to build a reputation. So, you know, that's it's normal that you know you you come from nothing, and you got to show that you know you've got the same uh, credentials and you have the same kind of news operation and the the rigors of a news operation that others have. And you know, we do. I mean, I, I came from you know CBS in Los Angeles, the you know NBC in Los Angeles, the LA Times. So we incorporate a lot of what you see in traditional media just in terms of you know research and producers and lawyers and all that sure. but also you know we you know we we cover a certain area um a specialty the way cnn might cover politics right absolutely and we're talking to harvey levin tmz uh Dennis, i know you had a question too uh no i just i got a little comment but oh like go ahead no, I was going to say, uh, if, I don't know if you remember, it's been quite a while. There was a, I was standing next to the person who sent you the video for, uh, it was Dennis Rodman singing uh, like Looks That Kill with Vince Neal at the, outside by the pool at the <laughs> Flamingo. And he did a terrible, terrible, terrible job. <laughs> I vaguely remember it. Okay, Michael Jackson. Michael yeah, Jackson. He's like, let's talk about Michael Jackson. Yeah, let's do that. I'm tired let's of you guys. Michael already. Jackson. All right, tonight, 8 p.m. on Fox, we got Michael Jackson. Uh, tell us, well, first of all, it says, who killed Michael Jackson? I thought we knew already. What is this about? Well, you don't know. Okay. If you think that Conrad Murray is the reason Michael Jackson is dead, you don't know the story. Um, yes, he was convicted. Yes, he served time. But even the detective who arrested him, the lead detective in the case, says that it was unfair to lay all the blame at Conrad Murray's doorstep, that his death was years in the making, that other doctors were responsible, that his death was inevitable. And that's all true. And we really show it. Michael Jackson, sadly, was a drug addict for a quarter century, and it wasn't his fault. He was horribly burned during the shooting of a Pepsi commercial in 1984. I remember that. And he was put on opioids for pain, which was appropriate. The thing is, doctors didn't take him off the drug, and he became addicted. And some doctors realized, wow, I can ingratiate myself with Michael Jackson, become his friend, get other celebrities as a result as patients, and all I have to do is keep giving Michael drugs. That's what happened. And the best example is this doctor in Beverly Hills named Arnie Klein, who fueled Michael with Demerol almost every single day in the months leading up to his death. Michael would come to his office in Beverly Hills. Klein would shoot him up with Demerol for three and four hours at a time, and he would do it every single day. Jeez. Uh. Now, now is is this involve... the family at all? Like, is the family involved in this at all? You have uh, interviews with the family. Like, were they? In, were they did they know about this stuff going on? Well, they they did. 
did because they started, they tried an intervention. Now, speaking of family, one of the people we have on the show is Debbie Rowe, who is Michael's ex-wife and the mother of two of his kids. Um, she's never done an interview before. She would not talk about Michael, but she worked for this doctor I just mentioned, Arnie Klein, for 27 years. Oh, wow. And the things she talks about that went on in that office are shocking. I mean, I'll give you one example. You know, Klein was so into ingratiating himself with celebrities that a celebrity would call him up and say, hey, I'm having a party on Saturday night. Um, we'd love for you to come. Uh, could you bring some party drugs? <laughs> and people would show up at the party and there'd be 90 Percocet oh, in oh. a candy dish. Jeez. That's the links he would go to to rub elbows with celebrities. Wow. Uh, now, is I know one of the drugs that became famous out of this was the propofol, right? Which is right. Like, and I actually just had some when I had to get a colonoscopy <laughs> and they put right. me under and I remember it was like the best sleep I've ever had. Now, how did he get from me that? Too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I hope it turned out okay. But how did, how did they go from you know the pills and and the, the bottle to him just being put under every night? You know, because good question. He um, he had real trouble sleeping, and one of the problems with Demerol is it creates insomnia. Yeah, and so especially when Michael went on tour, um, you know, it's this combination of going on tour, changing time zones, you know, being hooked on Demerol, which creates insomnia. He figured out a solution was to take an anesthesia, and the anesthesia he liked was propofol. And, and you know, everybody thinks, oh my God, Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray was so late to the game. Michael had not only been taking propofol for years from various other doctors to help him sleep, but he would actually push the propofol into insist into a system himself oh. in an IV. Uh. He'd actually push that right into a system. He liked doing it. So he graduated from, you know, opioids to anesthesia because of a sleeping problem that was caused by the opioids. Ugh. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but is there and I mean, obviously there is, but like, what is the addictive properties to propofol? And like, if he stopped taking it, let's say, would he just not be able to sleep ever again because he was so used to it? Or? The way I understand this um, from talking to doctors is that propofol isn't addictive. I see. It's, it, 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 you know, Demerol is, right. but he could have gotten off propofol. His problem was he needed to sleep. Now, Murray says, yeah, he did give him propofol every night for a couple of months. He insists for the last three days of his life he wasn't giving him propofol. And he says on camera, we interviewed him, that um, he believes Michael pushed that propofol into his system himself when Murray walked out of the room. Huh. Now, I don't know. You could believe him, not believe him. You'll right. hear what he says. But the real thing is, is that... When you hear what really happened to Michael over 25 years, he his death was inevitable. It was right. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy, man. I, I gotta be. I gotta admit, this is way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, man, Harvey Levin, TMZ. Thanks so much for joining us, dude. Uh, check it out tonight on Fox, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Who killed Michael Jackson? And if you ever uh, do see the video with uh, with Dennis Robin and Dennis in it, please check it out and tell us how Dennis looks. Okay? <laughs> I will do that. Right, thanks, Harvey. Good Take care, man. Thank you very Good much. Talking to you guys. <laughs> BS in the morning. BS in the morning. If there's some guy on 4chan watching me masturbate, that's fine with me. Comp 92.3, the rock station. BS in the morning, Vegas born. Do you hear about uh, last week that lady, man, um, who was abducted, Eliza Fletcher? 
See, I saw a headline about this, but I, don't, I didn't even hear about the abduction, so I don't know anything about this. Yeah, it was like uh, somewhere near Memphis in that area, man. She's a 34-year-old kindergarten teacher. She went Memphis? for- Memphis? Uh, Memphis. Memphis? It's M-I-M. Memphis. Remember when uh, uh, Andy Kaufman was trying to go, got into wrestling down there? He was like- <laughs> He beat up a girl. He's like, you see this? This is called soap. <laughs> I'm from Memphis. Like, Put it on your tooth. <laughs> yeah, he's- yeah. So anyway, she's a kindergarten teacher, 34 years old, went uh, jogging around 4.30 in the morning. As one does. And as one does. And uh, apparently somebody said that they saw her being abducted and put into a dark SUV. And, oh, they and saw it happen. Party. Yeah. So they, so they were, the lady, or somebody said, told the cops that, so they searched the area where she said that she saw somebody get abducted. Yeah. And they found a couple of shoes, and they tested the shoes, and they matched this one dude named Cleotha Abston. And, Cleotha? Uh, that's what I said. Is there a picture of Cleotha? Uh, there's not. Well, there I'm will be. Up. How do you spell his first name? C-L-E-O-T-H-A. <laughs> Cleotha Abston. 38-year-old. Uh... So anyway, so they've, um, I guess, uh, charged him with first-degree murder. Anyway, um, they've been looking since last week, and I guess uh, at some point uh, Monday, yesterday, they found uh, somebody's remains in a dumpster. <sighs> Further investigation finds out it is Miss uh, Eliza, oh. which is very, very unfortunate. Oh, I got a, I got a picture of Cleotha. Yeah, let me see. I wasn't far off. There he is. There he is. Look at that. Hey, good for you, All sir. Right. Well. So uh, yeah, and and, no, and I'm trying to figure He's out get one but two but three but life sentences. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah, Sh- uh, this lady though that has been found deceased is uh, the heir to the Orgill uh, Incorporated. What's that? Which is a uh, a hardware distributor, a billion dollar oh my company. She is wow. the heiress to that, or now, was, was. Now, do they? Th- I, you probably don't know, but do they think he knew that? Is that why he got I, her? I'm gonna have to assume. But That's see, a possibility. But if he knew that, wouldn't he keep her alive because she was worth money? Right. I mean, unless, it's horrible Unless story, she was but... like throwing some kung fu and he decided you yeah. got to go. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, who knows? That's out of pocket. Maybe he did know. Maybe he didn't. I don't right. know. But um, I assume if he did, he would have tried to keep her alive. I, I don't um, know. I just, I remember as a young but I mean, person. are people still kidnapping people for ransom? Well, that's what I'm saying. This We're is crazy that somebody saw this happen. A quarter of through the 21st century. It doesn't seem like a, a random person just drive around throwing chicks in an SUV. So you would think that he would have like a premeditated I would reason think, for yeah. it. You know, unless he was just, you know, cruising the streets early looking for somebody to abduct. I don't know. But mm. um, a terrible, terrible ending to that story, though. That sucks, man. Yeah. And I mean, you know, she's kindergarten. Look at her. Big old smile. She's a happy lady. Probably because she's a billionaire. But uh, yeah. She's a kindergarten teacher. That's a noble thing to do. I mean, I don't know. It's just a this sad guy's ending. got several different mug shots. I'm shocked, mm. to be honest with you. Somebody who would abduct a lady at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, man. That's, as a that's, prior. You know, do you ever think about that? I mean, you're a man, I guess. It, yeah, you know. mostly. But do you ever think about that stuff? When How dare like, you? Like, I'll be in the middle of nowhere doing pictures or something. Yeah. And it's like, if somebody really wanted to, like, kill me right now or do something horrible, they probably could. I mean, you know, I'll be strapped. But if yeah. there's three or four of them, what are you going to do? You know, or whatever. Exactly. I don't know. It just seems weird, but it never really happens. And then you hear a story like this, and you're like, wow, I guess it really does well, happen. Well, yeah. I mean, it, anything can happen, and you never really know. And I've thought that, you know, when you're out in the desert plinking with some friends, you're like, what if, like, people are behind me? What if this very instant, you know, uh, yeah. Frank decides to, you right. know, snap? Yeah. No, yeah, you that know? too. Yeah, you I never guess. know. I mean, 
I guess, you know. Well, I hope to find out more about it because I think yeah. it would be interesting to see if there was a motive for this. Obviously, yeah. it's a terrible story either way, but it just seems so random and weird. Yeah, I just saw earlier this morning they confirmed that that was her, so well, oh, I guess it's going to unfold from there. They got the guy that they think is a suspect, and they've you know, arrested him for that, so we'll see what else comes well, out of it, man. But Cleotha, if you're guilty, you deserve punishment. Cleotha, man, come on. Come do on, better. Come on, Cleotha. More rock to get your day started is coming up. You guys are going to love I love this. On Comp 92.3, The Rock Station. What's up? It's John Leguizamo, and you're listening to BS in the Morning. What's up? Hey, I'm a sloth. Hey. <clears throat> Man, I was going to talk. Yeah, good one. Well, we're big fans of sex workers on this show. We we work with them. We work yeah. for them. We love them. We like to watch them. It's out of pocket, man. Um, for some reason, there's like a thing going around now cracking down on sex workers' bank accounts. What? Yeah. It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Huh. See if this chick can explain it a little bit. She kind of goes off the reservation for a second crying, but then I want to hear mm. what she has to say here. All right. I got a letter today. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo performs ongoing reviews of its account relationships in connection with the bank's responsibilities to manage risks in its banking operations. So basically what they're saying is if they have sex workers with bank accounts for them, somehow they could be in trouble. I don't know what their deal is. How do they know what she does for a living? That's exactly my point. How do you prove that that's what the person does for a living? put that on her... I know. And even if they did, like, I'll say, let's say they got arrested for it once. You could, well, they can never have a bank account again? Like, if they were, right. let's say, a prostitute or something? Now, it says here it's also going with, like, OnlyFans people and people that do sex work that's legal. So how is that possible? That seems like it's against the law. I, I don't understand that either, man. Now, Maybe again, it's a thing where it's not uh, this federally is a, legal. This is a legend, by the way. This is from Rolling Stone magazine. So... Oh. Uh, Wells Fargo was mentioned, so I have to say alleged, because I don't know anything about, you know, Wells Fargo or their practices, but... It says that uh, Spike Irons and Sophie Marie, who run Yummy Girl Studios, a porn production company based out of Las Vegas, which is right here, obviously, yeah. also received a letter from Wells Fargo dated uh, from August, terminating their relationship with the bank, effective August, or, I'm sorry, October 13th. They had just cast a check and uh, modeled for Hustler, who we'll have in here, yeah. you know, coming up next week or this week, and uh, they have since applied for two other banks and been rejected. Hmm. So what the hell does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing maybe, ba- maybe banks uh, reserve the right to take your business or not. I don't know. But these aren't even like okay. I can understand. I couldn't, but I could see maybe making a case that when I go interview these hookers over on the streets, yeah, that they find out they're using a bank account to put hooker money in there. Maybe I don't know. Somehow they're you know. I just don't understand how they would know where you're getting your money. Anyway. But that's not even what this is. This is just adult c- content creating. Right. So I mean, it's porn stars. Yeah. You know. What do they call that? OnlyFans? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how could you take away a bank account? I don't know. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. Well, it does sound ridiculous. Absolutely. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't know how they're getting away with it. It says some of these people have had accounts with Wells Fargo for 22 years. Yeah. So, I mean, how all of a sudden now, because they show their uh, little canoe on the internet, you can't. Right. But if, if they have that policy in place or whatever, where they res- reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, I mean, I guess that's their Do they priority. have that right? I don't, that I don't know. I mean, if you have a bank account and they're like, hey, uh, you have no hair, you can't have an account. I mean, yeah. can, they, can, can they just do that? I don't I don't know. I, I would think. I would think they could say, we don't want your business just because you're ugly. I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know. But man. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty weird, dude. It doesn't seem right, though. I'll it say that. Doesn't much. seem right at all. I get. I don't know how that's. You got to be going against somebody's rights or something. If they, if they're doing well, a legal well, business, well, you know. Here's the thing: if somebody has money in your bank, you're making money off their money. So what do you care? That too. But see, I know. See, some of the banks did this stuff a while back when they were worried about the money laundering. That was before these apps came out. Now they can't yeah. do anything about it. But before these little apps, these cash apps and Venmos came out, mm-hmm. there was a huge crackdown on banks that had uh, transfers back and forth of money between people. Yeah. Because they were afraid people were skirting the taxes, doing drugs, and other kinds of stuff. You right. know. So in that case, I well, kind of kind of get it. In this case, I don't get it at all because no, I understand. again, these are legal practices. But yeah, but I'm paying you to hold my money, so just shut your mouth and hold my money. That's, that's my point. That's where I'm at. But what I'm but. saying is, the only time this new normally happens is if there's like some kind of government agency involved, yeah. who's telling you, hey, you know, if you don't clean up your stuff. But I don't see how that's practical in this point, or how, how that's you know here in this situation. I really don't either. Really weird, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you're a sex worker, we're here for you. We yeah. love you. We pay in cash. And Hustler will be in this week. Jumps, dives over the top, touchdown Raiders! The Raiders rock, comp 92.3, the rock station. Don't take money, don't take fame, don't need no credit card to win this game. Dial all of a sudden, it's the power of stuff. Eight seven six three six nine two. Let's lock Steven in right there. Yeah, you see here in a like few seconds, we're gonna have your shot at these stain tickets. And uh, what better way to do it than with our friend, the thirty-seven-year-old uh, virgin who's bisexual and into BDSM? It's Steven, the cleaning guy. Steven, how are you? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Your normal cheerful Captain self and personality. There he is. All right, what we're gonna do here is called. Uh, it's going to be called Ask Steven, I guess, or, or does Steven know this? Yeah. So basically, he's our favorite. He was our cleaning guy, a real cleaning guy. People don't realize that. He yeah. was, really was our He was good our at it, guy. but he was it. Now he does park, pack. <laughs> now, yeah, he was that. <laughs> now he packs cheese, which is good, just, just as good. Don't let anybody tell you differently. So here we go. We're going to ask him a question. Uh, this is going to be about BDSM, such as his favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going oh, to give you a term. You just give me the definition, okay, Steven? But don't give it to me until after they guess whether you know it or not. All right? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Fair? Okay. Okay. All right, let's start out. Let's get a little hack music going. Oh, you want some hack? Let's get some hack. I'm and all then, hack all yeah, day. let's do the hack. All right, there we go. Hack music in play. And we'll go with caller number uh, three. Three it is. Who's this? What's up, guys? Monotone. Monotone. Oh, all right, Monotone. I'm going to give you a question. You just tell me if Steven knows it or not. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Aftercare. That's a BDSM term. Aftercare. Will Steven know what that means? Uh, I think so. Steven, what does that mean? That is the... Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> that is the uh, process where uh, hugs and cuddles and stuff are given after a session. That is oh. true. Oh. Good job. That sounds that so board, sweet. Steven. There you go. One more. Yeah, it says, <laughs> too, like because you know, it, it, it's to avoid the drop, which I've seen huh. Steven have. I thought it was going a different and they, way. And they get very excited. He was being whipped by this lady, and then afterwards he was sad because it was over. So uh, there we go. All right, here we go. I'm sorry, Stephen. That's all right. Edge <laughs> edge play. Edge play. Will Stephen know what that is, monotone? Edge play. Um, uh, for some reason, I'm saying no. Edge play. Stephen, what is that? Uh, I, I feel like they're like two different versions, but the one I, the one I think I know is um, that one in, involves, I think that one involves uh, knives. Well, it says... 
Yeah, he's right. I mean, I'm going to give it to him. I'm, I'm going to say you're wrong. Uh, sorry, Brandon, because it, it, uh, it says more intense than normal uh, BDSM roles, and you're seeing knives, okay. breath play, stuff right. like that. So he's right. All right. So, all right. Sorry, all Brandon. Right. Let's go. All right, next uh, guy. Who's this? Hello. Michael. Michael. All right, Michael. Here you go, man. Does uh, Steven know what hard limits means? <laughs> hard limits in BDSM. Will you know what that means? Of course. All right, Steven, what does that mean? Hard limits are the do not do not pass code. Do not collect hundred dollars. That's uh, correct. Things that you uh, things that you uh, are definitely not. Yeah. What, uh, okay. It's like, dude, if we things get to, you don't do, if we get to my ass, <laughs> I'm right. out. That kind of all stuff. Right, all right, yeah. all right, all right. There you go. He got it. All right, one more. Yeah. One more, and you are in, sir. Uh, let's get a good one here. All right. All right. Here we go. Will Steven know what munch is? What <laughs> munch is? Of course. Uh, there's a BDS term called munch. Uh, all right, Stephen, what's munch? Munch is pretty much a, a get-together lunch for the BDSM community. That's 100% <laughs> right. That's 100 These all seem so innocent. I, know. I thought I was going to go. Dang, man. Hey, you Bye, win. Steven. Thanks, Stephen. Hold the line, Michael. You yeah. win. Hey, Stephen, we love you. Call in more often. Yep. All right, buddy. Take <laughs> care, man. <laughs> BS in the morning. BS in the morning. <laughs> Comp 92.3, The Rock Station. Feel like gum on a shoe? Hang with us. We love you. It's BS in the morning. Dude, I realized I did do something over the weekend. Kinda. Yeah. It didn't involve getting up off the couch. Okay. I watched a movie. Uh-oh, what'd At you home. watch? Uh, have you seen... It's, so it's called The Black Phone. Never it's got heard Ethan Hawke in it. Really? Yeah, I don't think it was like a real blockbuster. Is it like anything. a thriller? Yeah, but yeah. it's it's a, it's a it's really gets into your head. It's like weird uh, paranormal kind of hmm. stuff. But uh, I, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, here's the thing about that movie. Because I, I saw the previews, I don't know, a month ago or whatever. And I was like, oh, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. I saw more previews. I'm like, uh, it looks okay. So I was like, <laughs> and I was like sitting on the couch the other day, and I was like, so I yelled at my remote, free movies, because I'm cheap. So, yeah. and that one popped up, and I was like, oh, I forgot about it. It's free? Okay. <laughs> so I click it, and I'm Once like, you find out it's free, it's like, oh, this yeah, is the Obama phone. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so it's, uh, so, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's like, oh, it's playing on Paramount Plus. I'm like, crap. Uh, I don't have a subscription. And my, my kid was like, just put an email. Isn't Paramount Express part of uh, Amazon, or am I crazy? Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, but my kid's like, put in your email. I'm like, I'm not going to build an account, and I don't want an account. I just wanted to watch a damn movie. She's like, just put in your email. I'm like, but yeah, it wants me to start it. She's like, just put in your email. Yeah. So you I put don't in, listen either. So I tell you something. You so do I not put in. Uh, no so what. I put in hers. Yeah. And then, play, and then it played. <laughs> <laughs> so then why, why? I don't understand. Well, she could have just said, well, you don't need to. Just type in your email. That's what I do. I know, but like, you just have to always overthink it. You can't just let. No, somebody you can tell just you give me uh, complete, thorough instructions, and we would have no problems. Uh, either way, so I watched it. Kind of cool, yeah. uh, but I'm glad I didn't spend a hundred bucks at the movies. Does that make sense? Oh, of course. Like, like. Well, first of all, I'm not spending a hundred bucks at the movies unless it's like a blockbuster, blockbuster well, you, type movie. You're gonna spend a hundred bucks at the movies if you take your family to. The no, movies, I'm saying I'm not I'm going saying. to the movies unless right. it's like a blockbuster movie because I got so much stuff in my house to watch stuff with. You know, right? Like, I don't know. It's just a movie experience. Some people like. I like you know it. What I mean, like, I go like to the, the theater. Pour a box of milk duds into the popcorn. That's disgusting. So good. Nah, with Coke. I'm gonna. Take a hard pass. That's what I when I was a kid. I haven't gone to movies in a long time. No. 
But yeah, so anyway, the black phone, I don't know if you were on the fence on seeing it, if it's on the Paramount thing and you can watch it, all you got to do is apparently put it in your hand. Yeah, that's cool. I'll have to try it out. Yeah, I had yeah. a Paramount whatever for a while and yeah. then I canceled it and I went on Amazon and it still works. So I don't know. Like it has ones, you know, it'll say you can watch it on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And somehow it still worked. So I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe if you have an Amazon account, you can watch it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what kind of accounts we have. I know I'm, that's not my department. Everybody's got these different accounts and streamings and whatever yeah. at my house. And I, I'll just yell, hey, we got Netflix. Yes. Okay. Mm. How do I do it? Because, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't Dude, I think, do I, 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 think I heard a murder. That reminds me of what I was doing on my couch. I think I heard a murder yeah. on uh I was playing this game. I think it was Madden. It must have been Madden because I don't. The uh, other one doesn't have the internet. So I was playing Madden, and I was playing somebody, and you can hear like they have built-in microphones into their uh, controllers right. on the PS5. Yeah. So you can hear what's going on in somebody's house unless they turn it off. And dude, I heard screaming and fighting in the background. Dude, while I was beating this guy in football. No way. That I've never heard. It wasn't him it was though. Like a kid. I don't know, but you can tell like the, if he has parents or whatever, they were killing each other in the background. I was like, I almost was uh, like, I feel like if I don't call the police, I'm uh, not doing my right duty because it, it was that bad. You should have been, move your guy left if you're not yeah, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, strife to the right. Yeah, man, because I'm just sitting there and we're playing and I can hear him talking like, and I, can, I know it's not him because whenever there's a play that's bad, he's like, rrr, you know, you can tell well, it's not yeah. him. But in the background, I just you just hear like, yeah. Like, like the whole maybe time. he's got neighbors like you. Maybe. You just like maybe, maybe his neighbors fun. were getting pool yeah, put in. Right. Vegas, oh, how you've changed. Gone are the 199 breakfasts. I-15, two lanes north and two lanes south. Coin slot machines. Green Valley and Summerlin were tumbleweeds and cactus. MGM had a theme park. For most of the young people in the city, the strip had become the in place to go. One thing that remains is Comp 92.3, the rock station. All right, sober up and try to listen to this. This is why we are legendary. Thanks, Vegas.